Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. We have Ryan, the co-founder of MX Locker with us today. Ryan, thank you so much for joining. Could you tell everyone what MX Locker is and why you started the company? No worries. Thanks for having me. Um, so MX Locker is an online peer-to-peer marketplace, which allows users from around the world to buy and sell riding gear, bike parts, and dirt bikes. So our target market is really anyone who enjoys dirt bike riding. We're an online marketplace and we have users from around the world kind of trading on our platform. Great. And uh, let, let's be clear on what, what the marketplace is. Is it strictly for used parts or used bikes, or is this also um, new, where we can find new products? Um, it's, so we have users who actually post new products as well. Um, you know, from time to time, you have users who will buy something from retail and they forget to return it. So they'll use our site to sell. But I would say a majority of the stuff on the site is used, gently used. Um, so you guys have, you guys, have selling riding gear, you guys have uh, bike parts, and you have dirt bikes as well. Great. And let, let's get into the problem you're solving here, because uh, we know there's there's other marketplaces. There's been eBay, there's locally uh, Craigslist. What is, what is the um, thing, that element that was missing from those services that you're solving with MX Locker? Yeah. So the big thing, I always bought and sold items uh, throughout high school, throughout college. And the biggest thing I found was there is no niche community or no community involved in any of these marketplaces. A big thing was people would go to say eBay and Facebook and you would search in a dirt bike and a million other things would pop up. So it wasn't a curated marketplace for the end user. And that's kind of really the problem we saw uh, early stage. And I realized we wanted to create a curated community uh, for these marketplaces and curate it to the end user, uh, to the dirt bike riders. So that's kind of what we've done. And that's why we've been able to gain traction. We've created a marketplace for the end user in mind. Uh, as you can see, you know, Sideline Swap's doing it with sporting goods. Uh, Grail did it with like men's fashion streetwear. So these niche marketplaces are being built in all these categories. And a big thing the users had was they didn't trust these platforms anymore. So Facebook, you have that sense of, am I getting scammed? Who do I pay? Where's my money going? Should I pay with PayPal? Should I pay with Venmo? And on our platform, we kind of have solved that problem. We hold uh, the money, you know, we delay funds. So the users get their items shipped and we partner with top sellers to, you know, make that process easier for them and prevent fraud and prevent all those problems that you'd have on these other marketplaces. Yeah, that's great. I want to touch on one thing uh, you mentioned, which was the curation of the marketplace. I think that's something that's uh, from a content curation standpoint uh, is interesting because there's so much value in people's time. What is something you help the, the users of the marketplace or platform get educated on and help them you know, speed up the buying process or selling process? Yeah, so buying end, uh, the biggest thing is making it for the user in mind. Essentially, you could filter down exactly to say you're looking for a pair of boots. You could filter down to exactly what brand you're looking for and size, which on a lot of these other marketplaces you can't because it's just general uh, categories. Um, you know, for Facebook, you can't even filter 
you know, for our site, you, if you're looking for parts, you could put in what bike you have. And essentially we could curate, you know, on the front end that users are putting in what bike. Um, and then if you're looking for a part, you could type in exactly what bike you have and those parts will come up. From the selling side, if you're posting from our app, uh, we generate pretty much titles for you. You know, we walk you through a step-by-step -step process, makes the selling process extremely simple. Um, and it's really curated, you know, to the end user in mind. Like I said, I've been involved in the dirt bike industry. You know, I've been on a bike since I've been like four or five years old and I'm 24 now. So I've really, you know, I've known this industry and over the years, I've really learned what the users want. So it's just making it as easy as possible, selling something and then as well, uh, buying something. Yeah, that's great. Re reducing the friction and uh, giving giving a good user experience is always something that helps with sales. Let's talk about the long-term vision though. Um, you mentioned this as a, a niche marketplace and something uh, you know, distinct from eBay. There's some parallel examples in the public market. Maybe Etsy is one that comes to mind where uh, they had to convince investors a lot that even though it was niche to some extent, uh, they, they were really growing that creativity in, in um, personal brands of their sellers. When you become a public company, maybe sometime in the future as, this, as your um, MX Locker grows to be quite large, how do, you, how do you view expanding that niche while retaining your, your core identity? Um, so I think users where I always identify MX Locker Marketplace for the dirt bike community. However, we've created this experience with our users that are understanding our interface, understanding how our platform works. And we've already had customers reach out to us saying, will this be available in other sectors? And we see that a lot of crossover between our users. Um, you know, if you ride dirt bikes, you're mainly, mainly involved in other extreme sports. So we see the crossover going into other adventure sports and other extreme sports and carrying that brand identity with us, you know, being the locker, um, you know, and having the same interface and hopefully being able, if you shop on MX locker, you could also, if you sell something, you use the balance on other platforms and stuff like that. So it's, it's focusing on a niche first and really, you know, getting our users happy, figuring out what works, what doesn't. Um, and creating the best user experience and then trying to expand into other markets. Yeah, that's great. And let's talk about keeping the customer happy a bit. Is there any metrics you're willing to short, share, maybe net promoter score, um, average customer review or something like that, that you know helps helps us understand how well MX Locker is doing against the incumbents? Well, it, it's tough to say because we don't have great metrics yet. Uh, we just launched the new platform pretty much a month ago. So it's a complete new, uh, new user experience and stuff like that. But I would say in the past month already, you know, the refund rate's a big thing you look at on a marketplace, you know, can these users fulfill orders? Because, you know, essentially we don't have the inventory. They're using our site to fulfill, you know, sell their own goods and they have to make sure they're not selling on other platforms, keeping inventory in check. And in this past month, we've seen probably the least returns we've ever seen. So, I think people are really tied to our platform and that says a lot about us. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I, I know getting return rates down is a, always a challenge for marketplaces and the fact that, you know, you're seeing good numbers after a month is great. Let's talk about a little more about how you you're building out the team, what uh, regions you serve and uh, what's next. Yeah. So 
we just so we launched our new platform say a month ago and you know over during COVID, it was just me pretty much running this platform by myself i outsourced you know our emails uh some marketing tools i did pretty much all of our marketing so our team really consists of it's me um you know i do day-to-day stuff we have nick uh who does all of our marketing he's a pro motocross rider so he knows the industry as well and then we also have andrew who's our cto so he's the one who built out the entire app our website so moving forward uh the big thing for us is just expanding our user base and then you know we're in an accelerator program right now so we're probably we're looking at raising a seed round in about two months two and a half months and then using that capital to expand our user base uh spend some more money on marketing and acquiring new users yeah great and and what does that new user acquisition look like is it uh, how are you identifying users that may be dissatisfied with their uh, experience on other marketplaces? Are you considering that kind of targeting marketing at this point? Yeah, so a lot of our marketing actually goes to, you know, finding users on Facebook who are dissatisfied with the service, um, you know, who don't feel comfortable selling on there anymore. We find users from eBay reaching out to us saying, can we move our listings over to your site? So it's really doing that. So that's solving, you know, with a marketplace, you have this chicken and egg problem. You have to solve supply and then you also have to have demand. So that's the supply side to it. We also buy and sell our own products on the site. So that solves a bit of a su- the supply question. And then bringing in demand, um, you know, it's advertising on Facebook, you know, through all social channels and finding users who, you know, putting our mind when they go to purchase. Great. And uh, so it sounds like you're moving quickly. You know, you got a nimble team, seed round coming. What's uh, one of your predictions for for maybe the next year of where you see MX Locker? Um, it, it's so tough to say being, you know, early stage. I look at it like this new platform's a month old. Um, you know, we had our old platform and we pretty much have a new seller onboarding process. So everyone who is a seller on our old platform has to re-sign up again so it's it's starting from scratch in a way but we still have our user base we've already doubled our user base in a month which was pretty crazy to us so i think you know a big goal for us is hitting a hundred thousand users in the dirt bike industry and then slowly moving into the other categories and kind of you know figuring out is there a big crossover between our current users to move into those other sectors and you know, yeah. doing these other verticals and seeing the crossover between them. Great. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of uh, great things going for you in MX Locker. Is uh, mxlocker.com the best place for everyone to go to find out more about you? Yeah. So if you guys want to find out about us, you can go to mxlocker.com or if you look up MX Locker in the Google Play Store or App Store, you can find us there and give the app a download. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining, Ryan. It was a pleasure. Uh, Hopefully all the listeners will go and check you out and best of luck uh, going forward. No worries. Appreciate you having me.